Welcome to the ILCA Insider Podcast. We amplify labor's voice around the world. I'm Lisa Martin, president of the ILCA. Today we have Kitty French from ACT Ohio, the Ohio State Building Trades with us. Hi, Kitty. How are you today? Hi, Lisa. I'm well. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Well, thank you for getting on with us. Can you tell me about your role with ACT Ohio and a little bit about the organization? Sure. So ACT Ohio, or the Affiliated Construction Trades of Ohio Foundation, um, along with our sister organization, the Ohio State Building and Construction Trades Council, we represent nearly 100,000 building tradespeople across our state, and our members include 14 regional trades councils, 137 local unions, and 80 joint apprenticeship training centers across Ohio. So we have a really small staff. We're about four people here, and we provide those members with three key services. Number one is government relations and public affairs. Number two, legal and research support. And the third arm of our business is marketing communication support. I was hired in August of 2018 to join ACT Ohio and to lead communications and outreach, and it's really been great so far. Thank you for explaining that. And I think it's really interesting to also hear about the staffing level because so many of us work in relatively small departments or small teams, or sometimes you're the only person that does communications for an organization. So it's good to know, you know, you may, you know, you're not alone in that. Um, so thank you for outlining that. And I also wanted to highlight that uh, and is it ACT or ACT Ohio? How, what's the best way of saying it? I think ACT Ohio. Okay, okay, cool. So I also wanted to highlight that ACT Ohio won the award for visual communications best informational graphic for a piece on prevailing wages. And from where I sit, this was not an ordinary infographic. I know a lot of research went into it and it's a very important issue for the building trades, not just in Ohio, but in a lot of places um, where we're all kind of grappling with attacks on construction workers' wages and kind of comes together this combination of politics, member education, and public communication. So could you tell me a little bit about how that graphic was developed, Kitty? Sure. Thanks for asking about it. Um, prevailing wage is a huge issue for our members and, you know, for even for our non-members, whether they realize it or not. So it's really important for us as an organization to educate our members and the public about what prevailing wage means for our statewide and our local economies and particularly our working families. This piece, the prevailing wage um, graphic that won the ILCA award was designed by my predecessor, um, a woman named Chris Zimmer with our team here at ACT Ohio. And this best informational graphic piece was part of a larger suite of communications materials and sort of an a public education and awareness campaign that ACT Ohio has been, um, I would say, involved in since its inception. Um, this began with a really robust study that was commissioned um, by a team of researchers, uh, including members of the Midwest Economic Policy Institute, um, uh, construction management professors at Kent State and Bowling Green. And 
Um, of course, as you know, anytime you have a really um, robust uh, research project or communications project that you invest a lot of time or energy or uh, resources into, you want to get the most mileage out of that, particularly for small communications teams, right? So what we do is we break that um, really academic level, higher level study down into pieces that can be digested by our members, by our apprentices, by policymakers, and by the general public when we send this information out to the media. Sure, thank you for giving us some background. And I think it's worth underlining that that graphic was part of a larger campaign that included the research, website content, press outreach, and so on. And by using this study that you commissioned on the value of prevailing wages, it it just makes your communications effort, you know, have more credibility um, with the news media for one. So you're able to have an independent group corroborate your case. It allows you to say things like, according to the Midwest Policy Institute or according to researchers, the economy is actually strengthened by prevailing wages to the tune of 1.4 billion annually. It kind of gives you those hard facts that make great talking points, sound bites, and social graphics. So as a communicator with local affiliates under your umbrella, how did the rollout of communications on prevailing wages go with those affiliates? Were locals and other bodies interested in this? Were they posting about it? Was it difficult to kind of get this piece out and get other pieces of this campaign out? Um, that's a great question because, as you know, if we're stretched for um, resources and staff in the communication space, surely our level, our uh, local unions are um, really feeling the, the stretch and in a difficult time communicating their goals to their publics. So having uh, materials that we can send out to them by email distribution through our website, um, you know, by letting them know that they can come to us anytime they have a question about materials and we can put something together for them, it's proven to be a really useful resource. So on the prevailing wage piece in particular, um, I'm sure that my predecessors followed uh, a rollout similar to what I do with any materials that I create from this original batch of research, which is to send an email to all of our members, to post a blog and to post on social media and to tag them, and then to invite all of those locals to then share this information on their own sites uh, and social media platforms, to share with um, their own local media contacts to really distribute it on a wide scale. Thanks for, for outlining that. And another issue we'd spoken about offline was kind of getting a little bit beaten up in the media with things like being called union bosses or special interest. You know, that's that's got negative baggage with it, and we really want to counteract that type of uh, way of portraying unions and union members because it really undermines our message. And, and I think that's the intention oftentimes. Sometimes it's just sloppy journalism, but often it's it's a calculated uh, attack. They want to kind of go after the, the union messenger. And I think that's one place where who we use as spokespeople can be crucial. 
if we have a rank and file member as a spokesperson, that can kind of neutralize, you know, you, you can't call the the uh, school bus driver or the construction worker that's, um, you know, on the job site, a union boss that just doesn't doesn't fly. But also even the way we talk about ourselves instead of identifying as an in institution, but acting on behalf of, we can speak out um, as workers and members pushing for policies that improve our lives and help helping ourselves build careers and so on. Right. Um, that's a really important point that you raise because it is easy for people to try and tar the uh, the members that we represent as coming from a position of of great economic power or influence and really these are the working families of Ohio that we represent and anytime we can we can amplify what they are saying in their own words and their messages it's really important because that's what we're here to do is to amplify what they go through every day when they put on a hard hat Sure. Yeah, I, I think that, that you said it very well. And what else would you like to share about your efforts and the things that you're working on? I think you'd mentioned being involved in a diversity effort and some new web websites um, that you are working on. Sure. So one of our benefits being an affiliated foundation that represents all of the trades across Ohio is, um, and I find it really exciting, is that we're challenged to help um, people outside of the union space understand the benefits that a union brings to our building trades workers, um, to understand why we push for the issues that we push for, um, and the impact that those issues have not only on our working families, but on their communities and on um, their cities and on our state as a whole. I, one way that we do that um, is by presenting something that the public can understand more easily than if they were going to say 137 different local websites by presenting all of our members in one space it kind of reduces the friction to understanding what we're all about as different unions it allows us to highlight our differences but also to highlight um, our similarities uh, amongst the building traits amongst the really diverse regions of ohio um, and so by putting together um, websites, and we're currently working on one recruiting website for our apprentices um, that would then funnel all interested apprentices to each of the different trades in each of the regions that um, someone may be interested in studying in. That gives the public kind of, um, it just breaks it down a little more for them. As you know, people are reading less today. They're looking for fast information. and the easier we can make it for the public to digest the story of what the affiliated construction trades do, um, the more successful we'll be in winning them over to um, our issues, which are, you know, really timeless American issues. Wow, that sounds super interesting. I think in a recruiting website, uh, that's that's great, very innovative. Did you have anything else that you wanted to share with folks before we uh, get off? Well, just that as a new person, new communicator in the labor 
communication space, I have found ILCA to be really helpful. Um, anytime that you can find a network and resources that are there, um, if you're new to industry communications, it's just been a huge support to have your organization um, as a resource. And um, one of the things that I like about being a member of an organization like ILCA is that is that the, the ask and the give, right? The sharing of tactics so that we can all do better um, serving our members. And so I would invite all of your listeners to check us out on social media, share your social media with me, and um, I would just love to keep this conversation going. Super. I, I really appreciate that. And we're glad to, to have you on board uh, and uh, have ACT Ohio as a member. And, you know, we'll definitely keep this conversation going. And we'd love to see your new website content as it gets created. You know, we'll that's the type of material we can share on Facebook and the blog and include in our email newsletter, The Insider. So once again, Kitty, thanks so much for getting on. Your time and insights are very much appreciated. Well, thank you, Lisa, and your whole staff for everything you do. I appreciate it.